In the upstate and across the Carolinas, this is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing and Zach Jenkins, powered by North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Everybody wants to have a comfortable retirement, not worry about money. That's consistent. With 25 years of experience, George and his team have been guiding their clients up to and through a worry-free retirement. But there's more to retirement than just finances. So kick back, relax, and enjoy. It's Stop Worrying, You're Retired. And it's all powered by North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. My name's Jerry Payne. Glad you're with us today. Each week, we like to come on the air and talk about some of the financial headlines that are out there, some of the stories about people heading into retirement and how the North Star team is helping them make better decisions, finding those solutions for a better retirement on today's show. It's tax time. There might be an extra form in your mailbox this year. We'll talk about that. And you've heard of self-driving cars, but a California company is taking the idea to a whole nother level. But first, Zach Jenkins, you're a certified financial planner and an advisor at Northstar. How are you? Good, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And Travis Smith, CPA at Northstar. Guys, uh, it's busy time of year already, isn't it? Yeah, to say the least. I mean, typically around those <laughs> holidays, we uh, you know slow down a little bit, but just right through Christmas and the New Year, I mean, we just just kept going, just rolling right along. And uh, Travis, this is going to be a busy time the next couple of months for you. January 29th is the start of tax filing season, so um, those meetings are. Uh, I, I have to imagine your calendar is getting pretty full. Oh yes, and I love it. I love every opportunity to review people's taxes and hopefully identify some opportunities. And what do those opportunities look like? I mean, we think about taxes in retirement. A lot of people assume they're going to pay less, but, you know, that's not always the case. No, and in fact, Zach and I were talking yesterday about making IRA contributions prior to filing your taxes for this year, because fortunately you're allowed to make IRA contributions for 2023 up until your filing deadline. So, I mean, that's one opportunity. There's a few others, though. So when you're thinking about taxes, it's not always just about looking in the rear view, and especially as you're getting closer to retirement. You want to have a clear picture of what that looks like for you in retirement. There could be some tax-saving opportunities, as Travis said. Uh, if you have any questions about that as you're starting to review your documents, get in touch with North Star 864-404-4900. That's 864-404-4900. Well, let's start where we usually do each week with Wall Street. Uh, they are expecting great cuts this year as early as March, and the market's just kind of you know rubbing its hands and licking its <laughs> licking its chops. And um, we've seen this week the market went over thirty-eight thousand for the very first time. So there's a lot of fervor out there on Wall Street anticipating those rate cuts. But market strategist Ken Polkari told Fox Business, not so fast. I don't think they should cut rates at all. I think at the very least, they should hold them where they are. And my fear is there's a possibility that they even go up another 25 basis points. So don't forget, in a presidential election year, the Fed really is not supposed to move on interest rates six months ahead of the election, unless, of course, you're going off the edge or something really dramatic has happened for well. fear of being seen as political. I don't really remember a time when there's been so much focus on the Federal Reserve and every single policy move that they make. So, Zach, uh, what do you think that the Fed is going to do this year? Well, I think that certainly they'll continue to monitor and adjust. And I think if things will continue in the direction that they have been going, that you would expect them to cut rates as they have said they were going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, inflation has definitely subsided since the raising of the rates going back probably close to 
18 or 20 months now, you know, we started seeing those first hikes in 22 Mm -hmm. to address the issue of inflation. And it seems that they have not quite got that down to where they want it to be, which would lead to you thinking that they would continue to cut rates. But it's definitely based on the data that we're seeing and that is released to the public that that's certainly been the case. It doesn't mean that things cost what they cost two, three, or four years ago. Mm-hmm. It just means that the rate at which those costs are increasing have definitely slowed. So whenever you're talking about something as sensitive as interest rates, especially when you see these dramatic increases over time, you want to know how that's going to affect everything else, right? And There's a saying that George repeats over and over that all politics are local. You know, everything dealing with the interest rates, uh, dealing with your finances, obviously, is local, too. The real question is, how is it affecting your household? How does it affect decisions that you and your family make? You know, so, you know, one of the things that we will continue to assess is typically these things three months, six months down the road, you don't really see or feel the effect. You see it a year or two later. Mm. And one of the byproducts of raising rates in the past has been that because money is more expensive, there's less investment and reinvestment on the corporate side, right? Because money's more expensive, so they can't expand like they could at a time when rates are lower, which leads to juicing up your unemployment rate. However, the unemployment rate's still pretty low. It's Mm -hmm. under that 4% marker. Inflation is down now under that 4% marker. So really, I think the Fed has done a good job. We'll see how they continue to ease in to these next decisions that they make. Well, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't really predict the future and know what they're going to do. But there's really three options. You know, rates could go up, rates could stay the same and rates could go down. So can we kind of go through those different scenarios, see what that would look like and what it would ultimately mean for the individual everyday investor? Well, I guess the two sides to rates going up, if you're going to talk about how that historically correlates to the market, if rates are going up, people may feel that they don't need to take on market risk or as much risk in their portfolio. So they may, they call it flight to quality. They may invest in treasuries or investment grade bonds Mm -hmm. because they feel that it's going to be safer. And the other piece to that would be, well, if rates go up, I feel like that could negatively impact the markets, not just because of people moving over to safer strategies or instruments that we feel should be safer, right? You can go back to 22 and see what happened to the bond market. Mm -hmm. But you would also anticipate that profits in the corporate world wouldn't be as juicy either, right? So that might lead to markets going down. So if somebody is, you know, heavily invested in the market, and that's where our 401k money is, and they hear this, we could get another rate hike? I don't like the sound of that. That should be a signal that, hey, I might just be at too much risk, period, with how I've got my investment structured. Yeah, I mean, that's critical to know know, what type of downside risk or exposure you have. You know, if we were to go through a prolonged down market, I think that if you go back to 22, you know, and then you look at 23, someone would say, okay, well, 
you know, that wasn't as bad as it could have been. I mean, 22 was a down year, but, you know, you just let off the show talking about different indices hitting their all-time highs, you mm-hmm. know, and being in, in that level. So it hasn't been one of those recoveries over the last 12 months where it's taken two, three, four, or five years just to get back to where you were. So maybe a lot of people call it a break. But one thing that I would assess is if you're within the next five years of retirement or if you've just now entered retirement, those five years before and the first five years of are super critical. Yeah, I might also add here that, uh, you know, these short term fluctuations are you know something that we monitor. But when we develop a plan, it's important that we adhere to the plan and not necessarily make decisions based on what's in the media mm-hmm. currently. And I think the most sensitive place where that is going to lie, if you'd agree, Travis, is going to be with income planning, right? Because if you don't need to sell something that's down to generate the income that you want, then you have time to let it come back. Exactly. Right. So there's just so many moving parts out there. Let's say rates do go up and that negatively impacts the prices and markets. The last thing someone wants to do is have to be in a position where they have to sell those things when they're not trading at as high of a price as they were before. You know, and they need to do that to generate the income they want. You want to have some type of solid income plan built in. And that's where the buckets come into play. We'll talk about those buckets and the different sources of income that you see for, I mean, I would think that most of your clients who come in, they're not getting income from one particular source. They have different buckets that they can pull from. Right. Uh, You know, we like to break it up into three buckets. You've got your safe bucket. That's going to be, you know, like your FDIC or your insurance products or your savings account, money market, places where there's not a risk to your principal, right? And you have liquidity, so you can get to it during an emergency. We also like to say that is a great place to go during a down market mm-hmm. because you have access to funds without selling anything at a loss, mm-hmm. right? If you have a you know, $10,000 emergency around the house or you know a $10,000 emergency associated with a kid or grandkid, right, that you want to help out with. And then you've got your income bucket. The income bucket we're going to use instruments there that are designed to produce you know, that monthly income that you want without having to sell anything. So these are going to be, for example, our dividend model. This model consists of a couple of stocks. There's some ETFs. There's a mutual fund in there. Right now, it's got 11 different holdings, and it's generating a, a dividend of a little over 8.8%. Now, that can fluctuate. It can go up or down. There's also principal risk there, but we're not buying those things to sell them in the near future. We're just buying them for the income that they're producing. There's also structured notes and, you know, other different types of instruments that are designed to produce income. But these things, they're designed to hold and maybe you'll see appreciation over time. Mm -hmm. But their job solely is to produce income, the short term and intermediate terms. And then you've got the growth bucket, right? Right. That's going to be bucket three. So we talk about the, the safe bunny which is, you know, protected against all market risk. That's kind of where you've got set up for the the immediate income, the replacement of that paycheck when you walk away from work. You talked about some more of the intermediate kind of money. And then there's that long-term growth. If rate cuts do happen and the market does shoot up, you want to be positioned to capture some of that growth. Yeah, right. You're exactly right. So that's where that growth bucket would come in. And 
when markets are doing well, that's when you harvest that bucket, right? And you might protect some of those gains and slide them over to the income bucket to increase the monthly income, or you might harvest some to put over into the safe bucket. And I think that that analogy clicks with a lot of people. You know, the, the only reason that the farmer plants anything is to one day harvest, <laughs> right? But you've got to wait till the right time, but you don't want to let the crop sit there. Yep. And the elements too long either because then they'll rot or, you know, they're ruined, right? So you've got to harvest at the right time. You don't want to harvest when markets are down, right? You want to harvest when markets are up. So just being positioned appropriately based on someone's goals and the income that they want and how they see their retirement, it's critical, right? Because we're going to go through times where there's uncertainty. I mean, you're talking about interest rates. Nobody can for certain say what the Fed is going to do next. You know, you wouldn't bet the farm mm-hmm. on, on on they're going to go up or down next. You might have a good feeling and maybe historically and based on what we're hearing, you can make a good prediction, but you don't know exactly what they're going to do. Well, you've got to be prepared for things that just pop up or, you know, that unpredictability of what we just call life. And, you know, the thing about preparing for that time in your life is it's such a mindset shift going from saving and growing and accumulating. When you get closer towards the end of the career, people start thinking about this. They start thinking about, well, I need to have some of this protected. I can't afford to yeah. lose what have worked so hard to build well, up. And there, there's a lot of people out there, I believe, that they're not trying to double their money. I mean, as nice as that would sound, it's mm-hmm. their approach in retirement or maybe now that they're in retirement. They just want to have a solid plan. When markets are crazy, you know, there's a lot of volatility. When that stuff's going on, they just want to have a plan that is going to continue to produce the income that they want, and they just don't want to go backwards. Yeah, preserve the lifestyle yeah. that they've they've grown. You know, if someone, to. yeah, if somebody's worked really hard, diligently saved, you know, a married couple who's been they've been working thirty or forty years, they've retired. They're not trying to turn their you know, their million or two million into three or four million. Mm -hmm. They just want to see it produce the income that they want, be comfortable and not have to worry when things are turbulent. So if one of those couples is listening today and they're identifying with this and they're saying, man, that is what I am looking for. What can we do for them to start building that plan? Well, give us a call and let's just set up a time to have a conversation. You know, that's really where it all starts. As George says, we're all strangers until we shake hands. Mm-hmm. All right, but just coming into the office, seeing where we work, it's a relaxed atmosphere. George typically brings Daisy, his yellow lab, to work. <laughs> I usually bring Bailey, my Great Dane, to work. So it's a relaxed atmosphere. And just to get to know one another and ask those initial questions that somebody you know may have. And one of the first questions that we'll ask someone when we sit down is, what makes today a great meeting for you? And so for you, that may look like finding out how to get some more protection on your money, how to set up those buckets so that you know where your income is coming from in retirement. And no matter what the Fed does, no matter what the market does, you want to be positioned to take advantage of the situation and be able to stop worrying because the goal is to have you retire, retire once and retire well. The number to reach the North Star team and schedule that call is 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. 4900 or you can find them online at northstar65.com. Travis, you are a CPA at Northstar. That's a really valuable service because the tax picture for retirement, uh, it's a little more complicated than just looking in the rearview mirror and filing every year. I know you do that as well, but uh, you actually get excited talking about taxes. 
Oh, that's right. I mean, it's another way that we can enhance the return that we offer our clients, another value-added service. Yeah, and, you know, this time of year, we're getting our forms together. January 29th is when you can start filing, so uh, get excited about that. (laughs) Um, And you might have another form in your mailbox this year if you took up the offer of some of the fixed products that look better due to higher interest rates you could be getting a 1099 int Uh, travis can you explain what that is yes uh that's just a form that recipients receive whenever they've received interest income on some of their investments so cds and money markets that have generated you you know we've had a higher interest rate for money markets and cds that is you know most short-term investments and those have generated interest income which may be new to some investors so that'll be reported you know by whatever their custodian is and the interest rates are more attractive now on those um you know we're seeing in around five five and a half percent but if you've got to pay the taxes on that before you can even access the money and get it back that's something that people might not be used to certainly i mean and it can have a significant impact upon your tax filing i mean you know interest income dividend income well certain types of dividend income they're taxed at ordinary income rates and so that can be more punitive than perhaps uh qualified dividends or capital gains, which are taxed at a 15% rate for most taxpayers. Beyond that, you even have to consider, okay, what kind of distributions did I take for my 401k? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the implications there? How will that impact, you know, if I've pushed my income to a new threshold, how's that going to impact my Medicare premium or, you know, the uh, insurance that you receive from the um, marketplace? So a lot of things that we have to consider whenever identifying where to pull income from. Yeah. And, you know, there's really kind of three categories when we talk about retirement savings and the way that it's going to be taxed. You've got your taxable money. That's your kind of everyday coming in income. Then you've got your tax deferred. That's your 401k and IRAs. Uh, And then you have your tax free money as well. When you meet with people and you see the kind of income that they're bringing in retirement, where do you typically see most of it coming from? Well, the one thing early on as a practitioner in accounting, I've, uh, you know, the common response, the most appropriate is it depends, right? Of course. Um, you know, there are instances where we're trying to enhance the ability to make a Roth IRA conversion or reduce somebody's taxable income, and they have after-tax funds. So we'll, we'll utilize those after-tax funds and implement these other strategies to accomplish our long-term objectives. But you're right, Jerry, it's somewhat eye-opening whenever you begin to understand that the government's really got a mortgage on your 401k Mm. because you're going to owe taxes whenever you make a distribution. And so essentially they're going to consume 20 to 25 percent of what you've got available. And, you know, we talk about the 401k millionaires that are out there as the market's grown. uh, We've had a couple of bumps along the way in the past couple of years, but really over the last 15 years, the market's shot up. And so more and more people are in that 401k millionaire category. But that's not all your money. You've got a silent partner in Uncle Sam. Yeah. And I think that that's one of, as Travis had mentioned, it does depend on the situation. And I think I'll go ahead and mention this too. I mean, we're only a few weeks into the year and we have clients that have already done uh, Roth conversions this year. We've already had a few. And one of them in particular that I'm thinking of, uh, the gentleman had a large payout. Uh, He retired last year and as a part of his pay package, there Mm -hmm. was a a large payout uh, due to him upon retirement. And 
the payout was significant enough to where they didn't really need any income uh, this year, his first full year of retirement. Mm -hmm. So Travis had recommended after running the math uh, on doing a Roth conversion for this household and the effective tax rate at which the conversion was processed or what they're going to be taxed is significantly lower than what we had projected their RMDs, the effective tax rate down the road was going to look like. So early in the year, making a tax move and his big reason for going ahead with the conversion and not waiting till later into the year goes back to what you were talking about at the beginning of the show. If rates go down, you would think markets would go up. Well, he, he thinks that that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to go ahead and do the conversion and invest that money uh, inside of a Roth account um, where it's going to grow tax-free. Tax free. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So he's kind of trying to take advantage of that timing, you know, with running the numbers and seeing if it makes sense. When would, I know that there are ages where some of this kicks in and you can start to do some of these moves. When is the ideal time to start looking at some of these tax moves to see if it's a, the right decision? Well, uh, I would say five years or so before you begin to retire, probably whenever you begin to think about retiring. Um, it's good to go ahead and uh, get a good understanding of, okay, where are we? We know that the government has a mortgage on our 401k. What does that mean? How much money can we anticipate the 401k to generate? Um, what are going to be the tax implications down the road? What is the investment return you know, we can expect? So all these things, you know, need to be factored in when devising a plan. So certainly before retirement, ideally, again, five years, that way we can really lay a good foundation that we can build upon for the right retirement. Well, folks that are still working, one thing to analyze is what kind of income do you have right now? And what kind of income do you think you're going to want in retirement? Because I just had this conversation last week with a new client and he has some shares from the company that are coming his way Mm -hmm. and his income this year is going to be higher than it was last year. It's going to be significantly higher than what we project that he and his wife want to live on in retirement here in a few years when he retires. Well, it makes sense this year for him to defer everything as much as he can because he could take it out at a lower rate later, right? Because he's not going to need as much income. Well, there's also flip side of that would be, let's say that, you know, you're earning about $100,000 a year now. And those first five, 10 years of retirement, you think that your household is going to want about $100,000 a year to do the things that you want to do. Well, the tax liability there is going to be roughly the same. Well, if all of your money right now is in a 401k and on the pre-tax side, not on a Roth side, then it might make sense at this point to go ahead and pay the taxes and be able to put that money into a Roth 401k if that's an option for you. So knowing what your income is now, and then if you're not retired, what you want it to be in retirement, especially those first five to 10 years where you're probably more active and spend more anyway. Mm -hmm. That's a good analysis for people to perform. Sure. And then evaluating the options within your 401k if you're still working like zach says should i you know if there's a roth option should i go ahead and contribute to the roth i've got you know higher earnings this year well the answer is no well it depends actually but in most cases we find that the answer would be no because we don't want to increase our tax you know rate or taxable income so you know therefore we might want to contribute to the deferred component of the 401k 
So as the guy said, it really depends on your numbers, your situation, how far away you are from retirement, what your income looks like. But the tax picture of retirement planning should not be overlooked. Uh, If you're not getting any kind of tax advice for your retirement years, you're really missing out. And that's the thing about Northstar is they are a complete financial planning team. Uh, You can give them a call today if you have questions about taxes, getting prepared for those retirement years, 864-404-4900. If you're within that five-year window thinking about retirement, you can see it on the horizon got to have a tax plan. Uh, So get that analysis. We can schedule some time for you to ask some questions and run your numbers. 864-404-4900 or online northstar65.com. And Travis, uh, just to, you know, kind of button this up, we know that at the end of next year, the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, that's expiring. So this is going to change again. How is that factoring into uh, these kinds of big decisions? Well, you know, I guess just for the listeners, what that means is the tax law essentially is going to revert back to what it was during President Trump's era. What that means is a lot of the standard deductions are going to be cut in half. There's going to be estate tax implications. So some itemized deduction planning is something we look at, perhaps deferring your charitable contributions until 2026 or straddling contributions. In other words, making your 2025 contributions and your 2026 contributions in 2026, because that way you'll be able to benefit from you know taking a larger deduction. So I guess to say it differently, we want to take advantage of what the government's given us mm-hmm. as far as an elevated standard deduction. We'll do that for this year, next year, and then we'll push all of our deductions that we might be eligible, whether it be interest expense or state taxes or, again, charitable contributions. We're going to push those into a year where the standard deduction has been reduced, and so therefore we can still maximize the benefit. And that really comes down to, you know, again, having that team that's paying attention to these big changes so that ultimately all that money that you've worked so hard to save, we want you to keep as much of that as possible. So, again, that retirement tax analysis is a great place to start uh, with Travis and the team at North Star. Give them a call today and let's take a look at your taxes in retirement and get a plan on paper. 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900 and online, northstar65.com. We'll take a quick break. Before we do that, I want to mention coming up in February, I think it's the 21st and the 22nd in February, there'll be some uh, workshops where you'll be talking about not just taxes in retirement, but also building that income and a lot of the other factors that go into building a complete retirement plan. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of the instruments that we use and that we like to introduce to people. Big thing for us is education. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing like having confidence in the plan that's put together. Mm -hmm. And when people can step into retirement confidently, that's really important to us. So we're going to talk about some of the instruments. Travis is going to do, share some examples of how to be more tax efficient with money that you've saved and, and invested. So talking about reducing taxes on IRAs and 401ks and social security benefits. And then Wade Cupcheck, the attorney here in the office, is mm-hmm. going to be talking about estate planning and documents that you want to have in order. And we have seats saved just for radio listeners. So you can reserve your seat at no cost right now, 864-404-4900 to join Zach, Travis and Wade, the North Star team 
864-404-4900. Come on out and learn a little bit about all these different areas that we talk about here on the show and uh, shake some hands, meet people in person. 864-404-4900 and online, northstar65.com. Zach, that's all the time that we have for this week. We'll come back and do it again same time next week. But for now, I'll let you have the last word. Thanks, Jerry. I'm Zach Jenkins. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.